Welcome, welcome. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Ayana. And I'm Jenny. And we are Two Healthy Chicks. So really just want to say thank you for joining us last week and taking a trip down memory lane with us. Mm -hmm. um, it really was, it was fun. I thought so yeah. anyway. I think maybe we had more fun <laughs> than we anticipated. Yes. We definitely oh, was fun. <laughs> uh, it was. We learned quite a bit about each other. Like we actually thought we knew a lot, but learned a lot more. Yeah, it was awesome. I have a feeling every episode is going to be like that. We're going to be like, hmm, I didn't know that about you. So yeah, that was such a blast. So much fun learning about each other. And I'm excited to dive into another topic this week where we can learn more about too. And this one is the mind-body-skin connection. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I think it's really fascinating to see what science is showing us about the connection between these three three things. Like it makes a difference what you put in your mind. It makes a difference what you put into your body, what you eat. And it makes a difference what you put on your skin as to the overall health of your body and how you function. Yeah, agreed, agreed. We actually have two guests in our second Yay. segment, so that's really exciting. Um, so make sure you stick around with us. Um, we are going to interview two different people that will have a lot to say about what we're going to talk about tonight. And just before we dive in, Jenny, what's in your mug? Oh, yes. So I've got my Arbonne Detox Tea. Uh, I went with Arbonne Orange Chai tonight, so mm. I wanted to it up a little bit. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so talking about mind, body, skin, and that connection between the three, like when we think about mind, it's really all encompassing. It's what we think mm. about, what we listen to, what books we read, and it really has an impact, I think. What are your thoughts? Yeah. So it's, it's funny when I was thinking about this, the thing that popped into my head was, so talking about a trip down memory lane, going back to high school, I remember this poster that was on the wall in our science classroom. And um, yes, I do remember the strangest things. <laughs> you will learn that about me. Um, and it was a poster of Garfield. And this is dating me myself because um, many of you out there probably don't even know who Garfield <laughs> was is he's this fat little cat um cartoon character and so he has this smug look on his face and he has these books stacked on his head and the caption of his brain of what he's thinking is i'm learning by osmosis and um i just think it just this popped into my head thinking about what we're talking about tonight with mindset and what we put in our mind how it affects our body and so funny like obviously you can't put books on your head and just learn what's in them. Clearly you can't do that, but there is a connection. I know, seriously, <laughs> let, let me try that. <laughs> My kids will be trying that, but just uh, seeing like there is a connection. It makes a difference what goes in that mind of yours as to how all of your body works. There is. And just to let you know, Garfield has actually made a comeback. So my daughter yeah. watches Garfield and it really it brings back like these warm feelings. Because I used to love Garfield also. So I guess, you know, you dated both of us. All there right. you go. Sorry about that. Are, how old we are. But yes, <laughs> we'll keep Garfield, that quiet. <laughs> Garfield made a comeback. Um, so when we listen to things like there is a lot. So you talked about putting a book on your head. However, if you put headphones on and you're listening to an audiobook overnight. You know, there mm. are some studies that show what we listen to and when we listen to them throughout the day has an impact on our health, on our mm. emotions, etc. So, you know, you go to like what are the things that you're listening to just before you go to bed at night? Mm. You know, and why are we being told now make sure you stop the blue light on your electronic mm -hmm. devices at least an hour before. So if we take that a little bit further, is there more to what it is that we're listening to and watching before we go to sleep? I know for me, funny story, actually, um, <laughs> when I was younger, um, yes, probably around Garfield's age, my <laughs> mother told me not to watch gremlins like told me don't go oh, see gremlins. gremlins yes um and it's kind of funny because when i tell the story most people are like oh that was such a funny movie yeah well clearly i didn't think so um so as much <laughs> as my mother warned me and you know typically when you get warnings from your parents 
for me anyway. And both my mother and father can attest to this. I will typically do the opposite. Um, so I went <laughs> no. to, we used to go to yeah, never. We used to go to my grandparents' house um on the weekend. And my aunt would take us to the movies a lot. And there were a number of grandchildren. So we would go and of course, you know, because there's so many of us, we'd have like popcorn and Ziploc bags and you know, fruit oh, snacks yes. and make your own snacks, boxes. of course. Yes. Exactly. It was like this big field yes. trip. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <the movies>. mm -hmm. <laughs> so we decide we're going to the movies or my aunt decides shout out Aunt Vanessa Aunt Vanessa <laughs> decides to take us to the movies and she's like okay do you guys want to see gremlins and of course the first person that says yes is this one right here oh you did not so when mm -hmm. I tell you I am not exaggerating with what I'm about to tell you I had nightmares for two and a half years. <gasps> two and a half <laughs> not years. Months, not weeks. <laughs> How ridiculous. Girl, you got it. Mm -hmm. Think you'll do so, that again? <laughs> never again. Never again. No. Mind you, I did actually learn to love horror movies, but now Ooh. that I'm getting older, I tend not to want to be bothered. And when I say like horror movies, like I want the lights out. Mm -hmm. I want it to be nighttime because I don't want any oh. light peeking in, popcorn, and I'm good to go. But lately, I would say like over the last year or so, I'm kind of all set. I don't know if it has something to do with the fact that horror movies are terrible now <laughs> or that I'm just growing out of the horror movie phase. Who knows? Who knows? I digress. So I think that, you know, there is a lot to what you are listening to. Are we listening to the news all day long? And if so, are we putting a stop on that, especially mm -hmm. with what's going yeah. on now? Don't let that be the last thing that you're listening right. to before you go to bed. You know, and then we're wondering, oh, I didn't really get a good sleep last night mm -hmm. and I was tossing and turning. Like these are things that can all add to your emotional health. Just my two cents. Yeah, no. And and it, there's many studies that have shown that. I mean, just the absolutely what you put in your mind when you go to bed at night affects how you sleep, what you put in your mind first thing in the morning. And it's definitely been said. I mean, I heard that years ago. Um, in fact, I was just talking about this because this was our topic that we're talking about. I was talking about with my daughter and she's like, I know, mom, you told me like, don't watch the news before I go to bed. Don't get watching. You know, like I already know that. So, but it's true because it affects your sleep. And then it's also interesting because just so I'm reading Hal Elrod's book, um, Miracle Morning, and he has a whole bunch of different Miracle Morning for this, Miracle Morning for that. Um, but he, he talks about in it, obviously, setting up your morning, setting up your morning for success for the day and having your morning routine. Um, but what's fascinating is, is that morning is actually set up by how you go to bed at night and setting yourself up at night, setting your intentions for the next day. Um, because there are studies out there that show that if you go to bed saying, it's going to be so hard to get up in the morning, I'm going to have a really hard time getting, oh, five o'clock is going to come so early, then it is going to be difficult and you aren't going to have a good night's sleep. You're not preparing yourself well for the next morning. So all of that absolutely goes together and um, just that connection between your routine at night and then how you sleep and then preparation in your routine in the morning, setting yourself up for that mindset. Yeah. And I mean, that leads to your your affirmations, right? What you're telling yourself, what you're mm. actually going to believe. Yes. Probably what you're telling yourself. So if you're saying, oh, this is Monday, Monday is going to suck. Your Monday is probably going to suck. What um, you think about, you bring about, right? Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, you say affirmations, like the power of affirmations is phenomenal. Our brain thinks in pictures. And so you give it word pictures. You give it those. Um, so, so with affirmations, like what you say, what you think about, your brain will believe. Your brain doesn't have the deciding factor. You just put it in your brain. And so you want to be in control of the things that you are putting in your brain. And Dr. Shad Helmstetter talks about this in his book. Um, he has written many books, but one of them that um, I absolutely love is uh, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. And he talks about the power of affirmations and right. using them. And you can put them on three by five cards and put them on your mirror. You can write them in lipstick 
the Kung Your Mirror, but um, just listen to them. There's apps for it. I know there's um, the Think Up app. Um, I'll give a shout out to. I have it on my phone, but I haven't actually started using it. So any of you out there, <laughs> note to self: Let me do this. Um, that have used it, let us know. Um, I would love to hear from you. Or if there's other apps that you personally use, um, that would be pretty awesome to hear. But the power of affirmations, what we say to ourselves, um, vision board. Um, like I said, your brain thinks in pictures. So having that vision board and having actual pictures of what you want to accomplish, who you want to be, what you want to do um, around your house so that you're seeing it, it's, it's front of mind. Absolutely. And, you know, thinking about the um, three by fives and putting them around your mirror, it makes me think of being Mary Jane. You know, she had post-its all over the place. Again, a little sidebar. But there is something to like what is out of sight is out of mind. Mm. So, you know, we've been talking about what you put in your mind, like the opposite is true. You know, for those of us who you talked about vision boards, those of us who have goals mm. and whether it's a daily goal, a weekly goal, a goal for for your business, a goal for the year, whatever it is, if you don't have it in front of you on a regular basis, whatever that means for you, whether it's a journal, just like you said, or an app or those photos, like there is a lot to, if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. If it's something that you want, you should mm -hmm. have it in front of you at some point throughout your day. So with that, like who we spend time with, mm -hmm. there's... Ah something yes. to that also. So mm -hmm. instead, we're the sum of the five people with whom we spend the most time. So Jenny, look at your phone. Mm -hmm. Like, who's mm -hmm. the top five? And actually, you don't have to share this, but just for yourself, <laughs> who are the top five people mm -hmm. in your text messages? Like in your favorites list, who are those top five people in your email, yeah. in your outlook, whether it's work or personal or whatever? Who are the top five people that you spend the most time with? And then like, if you think about them individually, and this isn't a matter of judging, this is just a matter of what works for you. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if someone's name comes across your phone and you immediately have a negative thought, like, oh, I can't deal with that right now. Maybe yeah. this person shouldn't be in your top five. Like essentially they have top billing in your yeah. life. So who do you want to have top billing in your life? That can be tough because especially if it's, if there's changes going on in your life and you are growing and then maybe friends that you've had for a long time, for forever, from childhood, from college, from high school, from your first job, from wherever, and they're not growing at that same pace and not looking for those same things, that can be a really, a really tough dynamic and just being able to, um, recognize that and understand where do you want to go? And you talked about goals and thinking about, <clears throat> I think that's something that people don't think about all that often is we don't necessarily live life on purpose. Like, who do I want to be? What do I want to be? And then what do I need to do? Who do I need to become to to have that and to become that? And so who do I need to hang out around to model that behavior? And I think it was, um, I'm pretty sure it was Eric Worre, um that talked about that in his book. And and yeah, he Go chose Pro. like, mm -hmm. okay, and, and GoPro, he was talking about like, he wanted to have a better position. He wanted to be around business people. And so he found a way to get around very well-established business people. So that's what you have to do. If you want to be don't know, fill in the blank, whoever, um, you need to go surround yourself with that. It's kind of like, it makes me think of the phrase, if you want to try, you go to a trout stream, like, duh. Yeah, <laughs> so if you yeah. want to be a banker, you go hang out with bankers, find out what they do, find out what they know, find out, you know, just that it, it makes a lot of sense, right? So that's, that's a really good one. And it can be uh, super tough, potentially. Yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. So awesome. So, all right. So let's move on because um, mind is our main topic we are discussing tonight. Um, but I want to touch on the body and the skin as well because of that understanding of the overall, all of those uh, connections um, with the emphasis on mind tonight. So let, let's just touch on uh, body. And so, Ayana, would you say um, that what we eat makes a huge difference on our health? <laughs> <laughs> I would. <laughs> I would definitely. I'm laughing. I'm chuckling because I'm There's thinking a story about, there. again, the, the experience that I had a couple of weeks ago, which again, we just won't dive into that right now. But yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just the, the power of 
of not only what we think, but then what we are putting into our body and, and how, how that affects us. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You can, you can tell us about your experience. Yeah. So yeah, I might as well just dive into it. Right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) We can take it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We might as well. Right. I mean, we kind of went really deep last, so we might as well, you know, make that a, a thing for us. Right. So, Mm -hmm. um, we went out to eat uh, two weeks ago, two weekends ago, and I won't go into great detail, but I will say that later on that night, now, mind you, this was, you know, before we got into our 30 days because I was taking a little break. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to eat whatever I want to eat this weekend. <laughs> Mistake number gonna, one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Then I'm going to really get to it on Monday. So Saturday night, we went out to eat and every single one of our appetizers were fried, right? Oh, mm. Mm-hmm. Later that night, um, I will just say that I, no exaggeration, <laughs> please believe me when I, I'm a very dramatic person. We all know that. If you know me, you know I'm dramatic, but I don't exaggerate. Um, I looked like I was about four to five months pregnant. And I'm like, mm. what is going on here? Like, this is not okay. And what's so funny is in the past, prior to realizing what foods work for me and what foods are sabotaging. Um, I just thought it was normal. It was just a matter of, Oh, I just need to digest. I just need to, you know, let the food work its way through and I'll feel better when I'm done. That's it's not normal. That is not how our bodies are supposed to react. I really just thought it was a matter of, okay, I really got to watch what I eat because I'm just fat. No, Mm. because the next morning, you know, I did my my little body cleanse and it's not a juice. Like we do not at all promote skipping meals and just mm-hmm. drinking liquids for no. But I did a body cleanse the next day and literally night and day yeah. just disappeared. That's not normal. That's not the no. way our bodies are supposed to react. So absolutely, I would agree that, you know, we are what we eat. <laughs> Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because so you talked about fried foods. And first of all, it's hard to get away from any appetizers that aren't fried. Um, And it's interesting. I was talking to a friend uh, just a few days ago, and she was saying that she did a detox last month um, from fried foods. Like that was her detox. Mm -hmm, And so she's mm -hmm. like, I felt so much better. It's amazing. So yeah, there there is power to what we eat and, and how our body feels and how it functions. And it's not only what we're eating, but also what actually gets absorbed into our system. Um, So making sure we are eating those nutritious foods that can get absorbed properly into our system makes a huge difference. And, you know, what you were talking about is a classic case of inflammation. I mean, paying attention to those foods that do not cause inflammation um, is really key because, I mean, let's just face it, nothing good comes from inflammation. I mean, we are not doctors, um, but having done a lot of research um, after being diagnosed with my autoimmune disease, um, which, you know, we shared last week that I, I have, I have learned a lot about inflammation, about what, what causes it and the great importance of lowering inflammation in the body. And it's, and it's amazing to me. And it was, it was truly like, I don't know about you, Ina, but this was shocking to me when I learned that a lot of it can be controlled by what I eat. That was fascinating. Uh, that was like a mic drop to me. Like I had no idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally learning that I would say over the past two months, I've Mm. really been seeing like the difference in how my body reacts. And, you know, we hear all the time that what we should eat should fuel us. And it's just kind of this thing Mm. that you hear and whether or not you pay attention to it is one thing, but how many times do we have meals where we just want to take a nap? You yeah. know, Monday through Friday, you're at work. If you're anything like me and you just did not meal prep on the weekend, mm-hmm. you know, prior, of course, to COVID before we're home and can actually just go to our kitchen and have it. <laughs> just grab it. Exactly. <laughs> um, but prior to that, how many, I just did not meal prep. I was awful at it. Um, I just didn't carve out the time to do it's it. It's like another job. <laughs> it truly is. And then when you when you don't do that, what are you left with? Whatever mm. is around you. So it really mm-hmm. depends on where you work, you know, and thinking again of one of those locations, like what was around us, all of the mm. fast food chains, all of the coffee chains, you know, it just, 
if you're eating and then you want to take a nap, that's not just because, oh, I ate too much. No, probably Mm-mm. wasn't something that's going to fuel your body. Mm-mm. No. And, and it's interesting because we are finding, like, just watching out for um, all the allergenic foods that are out there that are wreaking havoc on our system. And it's interesting. I looked up um, the word allergy. And de- as defined by the Oxford languages, it says... An allergy is a damaging immune response by the body to a substance, especially pollen, fur, a particular food or dust to which it has become hypersensitive. And I thought that was really fascinating um, that just, again, we'll dive in deeper another time why we are having these, but um, just things to be aware of, of what is, what are we putting into our body? How is it truly affecting us? Yeah. Another thing that we'll touch on is like the desire to have our body in a balanced state. So mm. alkaline versus acidic, you know, those are things that we will discuss in this series, what we're going to call a series of mind, body, skin tonight mm-hmm. being mind, we are going to cover body and then skin. So you see how we're trying to hook you in, right? Love it. Got to stay tuned. <laughs> So yeah, I mean the skin, right? So let's let's chat about the skin a little bit. So yeah, like what you put on your skin matters. Mm-hmm. Um and it was shocking for me to learn and I don't know what you were getting ready to say but I just I jumped in because it no, was it. really shocking. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we mentioned this in the last episode, but 60% of what we put on our skin is absorbed into our bloodstream and our organs within 26 seconds. That was my mic drop. So you talked about a mic drop Mm -hmm. with the body. That was my mic drop. Like it just, you don't think about things like that because those aren't things that are typically discussed. So when you have like these big um, box stores having Mm -hmm. sales on bath and body products and, ooh, it smells so good. Yeah, let's turn that around. What's in that label? Because what's in that label, a lot of it is going into our system. Yeah. I mean, it's all connected, right? So it's so interesting that what's going on in the inside, um, in the gut microbiome, like everything we were just talking about in about the body is reflected on the skin and then vice versa. What we put on the skin goes into the body and affects our gut. So it's all connected. And so the skin, I mean, the skin is used as um, a way to get medicine into the body, right? So for example, there's skin patches that are used as a conduit to get medicine in, um, for example, like Nicoderm. Um, So it's very common. Talk to any nurses, any doctors. This is a very common thing. So the skin is used to get things into our body. So then it begs the question, do you read labels for your skincare products like you do for your food? Probably not. Cause I know I definitely didn't. And again, before Arbonne, like I wasn't aware of the differences in like, let's take for instance, um, Europe versus the United States. So mm-hmm. Europe bans 1400 yeah. ingredients Amazing. From their personal care and nutrition products, while unfortunately in our country, we ban very little. That number, I believe, is 12, not 1,200. It's under 20. Yeah. yeah. Not 1,200. Yeah. 12. Like, that's a huge difference. You know, and that, to me, it really isn't okay. I know to you also, it's actually quite yeah. enraging because not only mm-hmm. are these products, our ingredients allowed in our products, but we're not taught, or I know I wasn't, to look for certain ingredients and to stay away from certain ingredients. Like, Mm -hmm. first of all, they shouldn't be in our products to begin with. We shouldn't have to do all of this research for every little thing that we pick up at the grocery store. We're going to end up spending seven hours in the grocery store. (laughs) You know, like... (laughs) Which is why we're here. We would help all of you not to have to spend seven hours doing this. (laughs) Got it. Like, period. I mean, now, especially, like, I just do my shopping from home. Like, I I don't even bother. Mm -hmm. If I can get it delivered, I want it delivered, please. And thank you. But yeah, yeah, like who has time for all of that? No, we should not have to look for those things. But mm-hmm. we're here to let you know what those things are. Yeah, and and I think it's it's uh, it's important to remember we have power as consumers. We have the ability to get educated, to learn these things, and then speak our voice through what we actually purchase. And that's our job to share that voice and as consumers. And so that's why we are here together to be able to help you be educated to know 
what are the things to look out for? What are the things that I want to be sure to include? And so having this overall understanding of the overall makeup of what contributes to our health, the mind, body, skin, it's, it's also key. It's a combination of a lot of things. It really is. And that is, again, what we're going to cover over these three episodes, that mind, body, skin connection. It's all related. So you said it's a combination of a lot of things and it's all related. So we are going to break. Um, and when we come oh, wow. back, yes, we're going to have two very special guests. So please make sure you stay tuned. You are listening to SM Enlightenment Radio. Welcome back to Two Healthy Chicks on WSME, SM Enlightenment Radio. We are talking about the mind-body-skin connection, and we're focusing right now on the mind. Mm -hmm. um, so we have two special guests. Uh, the first is, yes, the first is a dear friend of mine. Um, we've been friends for over 10 years, and uh, we attended this church. I think that's actually where we met was at church. And um, we grew to know each other. And then we realized that we had a deeper connection. Uh, we both actually have sickle cells. So we bonded mm. really well over that because, you know, it's always nice to see very productive individuals, very successful individuals that are, are struggling. Not nice to see that, but there are people like you. You know, mm -hmm. um, and she's just a, a very warm and down to earth person. So I wanted to bring her on tonight because she can really speak to the depth of the mind yeah. in the mind, body, skin connection. And not for nothing, I like to think of her as my accessory stylist. So Ooh, nice. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say you are bedazzled tonight. <laughs> very nice. You know, Jenny, we're going to get to the point where we have hair and makeup, but, now, you know. Well, my problem is when I wear these, even if I put earrings on, I mean, you're not going to see them. So that's all right. We just got to get Deborah to bling you out and you'll be able to see them no matter what. So that's right. We'll bring... hanging down. Yes. We'll work on that. <laughs> we're going to bring on Deborah Oliver. Hey, Deborah. Hey, how are hey you? welcome. Great. I took some notes. So that oh, awesome. So like that I can... engaged guests. <laughs> you know, a few of the things that you're talking about, I definitely can relate. So yeah. get into that. Yeah. yeah, well, go ahead. Go for it. What 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 spoke to you? So the first thing I think you you mentioned it, Janine, was the affirmations mm -hmm. um, about yeah. saying mm -hmm. what what you say to yourself. Mm -hmm. And I know that um because we met in church, Ayana, I always go to scriptures. Yeah. So I always say scriptures as my affirmations because those are true. And I know that they're, they they bring out who I really am in the spiritual form. And so um, I could do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Um, the joy yeah. of the Lord is my strength. I'm the yeah. head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. No weapon formed yeah. against me shall prosper. Those are things. Really? <laughs> that I say to myself every day, all day long, so that um, it builds confidence, it builds faith, it builds um, less of an anxiousness, especially in what's going on in the world today. And so it's yeah, just it's great for me. So that's what I enjoy. Well, thank you. That I mean, that it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, you know, I had Bible study earlier tonight, and I feel like this is an extension. <laughs> um, Welcome to Bible study on SM Enlightenment. <laughs> We're just gonna switch up our title. Yes. <laughs> 
Um, but that actually is a great segue into like one of the things that I wanted to touch on. So you talked about, you know, what's going on in the world. And I know you've had like your experience with grief and many people over 2020, yeah. um, probably more so than I've ever seen in my lifetime, um, are really, really dealing with grief. Yes, they are. Mm. And, um, and unfortunately, it, death is not a, a fun thing to experience. Um, grieving is not a fun thing to experience. So that when um, someone, you know, loses a loved one, it's like, where do you go from there? What are the steps that you take to um, get through the grieving process? They always say that um, grieving, your grieving lasts about five years, but does it really? Because you don't, it, it continues. It gets less of the feeling you, you remember you have less moments of crying and and having your moments. Well, I've come up with three things that have helped me through the year, this past 2020. So I lost my mom, to give you a background story. I lost my mom um, early December, Sorry. 2019. It was just the pandemic. Um, so I didn't have to deal with bearing her in the time that we live with. And so I did have support and family around. Um, they were able to come to the funeral, you know, all that. They was able to visit my house. It wasn't restricted to how many people you can. Mm -hmm. So I'm so grateful for that part of it mm -hmm. in the midst of a struggle that I was going through to have um, people come and visit and offer their condolences and sit by me, even if it wasn't to say anything, just to listen um, to me, yeah, listen to my stories. Mm -hmm to remember my mom in such a great way. So during the 2020, there were three things that helped me through my grieving process. And the first one um, that helped me through my grieving process is um, Bible apps. So if you have a Bible app on your phone, they have plans that you can do every day. And that speaks, Janine, that speaks to what I, what are you doing first thing in the morning? Yeah. So first thing in the morning, I click on the Bible app. And when I was going through, um, I'm going through my grief process. They have a lot of Bible um, Bible plans in the Bible app that help you speak to grief on a spiritual level and get your mind correct for the day. And so I, that's one thing that I do. And then the second thing that I do is I play worship and praise music. Um, there's a scripture in the Bible that, um, um, God inhabits the praises of his people. And there's a song that says, you, you make yourself feel better by praise and worship. And so I'm the, I love Tamla Mann. That's one of my favorite gospel artists. And I play her station on Pandora or on Alexa. Um, I play it all day long at home just to create that common atmosphere, not just in my house, but also in the workplace. Um, when I was going through my grieving at work, um, so many people, I didn't know so many people were taking notice, even the doctors. Um, I'm, a, I'm a clinical technologist at a major hospital in New Haven, but I won't say. And so I, um, I'm able to play my music there um, and just, just have peace there, but also help people have peace in their own time. So if you're coming to me um, in a laboratory and you're bringing me a specimen or you or a doctor's asking me to do something specific, he will run into my music mm -hmm. and it, he'll have a smile on his face because he knows it's peaceful there. Mm -hmm. It's not craziness yeah. in the midst of trying to keep everything straight and help people who are sick. There's still a, a mm -hmm. peaceful realm there. And I'm always trying to maintain that um, right. ability to be peaceful. And do you feel like having that um, that calm, like just how your mind or how you are almost training your mind, do you feel like that helps you move differently in, mm. in life and at work? A absolutely. Absolutely. Because again, what you're feeding your mind, what you're feeding your body, when you wake up, even when you go to bed, it's the next morning, it's just training for you to have that peace. There's another scripture that says, the peace of that passes all understanding. 
And it's that peace that you, as a human level, you can't really understand. But definitely on a spiritual level, you can understand it's ingraining into you. And so if you uh, emulate peace, then people around you will be peace. And then that speaks to who's around you. Yeah, um, those five that's people. another thing that I was, I was, I said that those top five things, sort of top five things I could tell you today, um, I belong to a prayer group and I've been in the prayer group for about 15 years now and it's all ages and it's men and women, um, mostly women, mostly older women. And they have gone through experiences um, that I'm going through. They've gone through grief. Um, one of the um, people I talk to every day, she's lost a husband and two sons in, in three years time span. And I'm, I'm grieving, I'm crying to her. And I'm like, how do you stay strong? And she says, well, baby, this is how I stay strong. I, I read my scriptures. I, I, I listen to what God says to me. I know that he's going to give me that comfort and peace because that's what he promised me. And I, that's all I can do is rely on his promises. Right. And um, then we, you talked about vision boards. And um, I just had a, a couple of girls over because of the pandemic. We kind of limited the amount of people um, I had over. But we had a vision board kind of party. And I did ah. one, I think, 2017 going into 2018. And vision board, you're right, Janine, you see it every day. It reminds you what your goals are, what you're working towards. And on one of my vision boards, I put that I wanted to purchase a house. And six months later, I did. Yeah, testimony, Deborah. You know, you and I could talk like all night, <laughs> and I could ask you a ton of questions. And we have that's <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so I'm going to. I'm going to combine like my last two topics, um, and just like in a a short response. Like I know that. Um, therapy is something that's very important to you. And at the same time, you know, just thinking of that stigma in the black community. So like in a couple of sentences, what would you say is your experience and how did you overcome that stigma? And how important is that like in this connection of mind, body, skin? So I think that therapy is extremely important. You need mm -hmm. to talk to somebody. You need not just somebody that you know, you need to talk to somebody that you can be extremely transparent with. Absolutely. Sometimes people yeah. that you know, you can't really be transparent with them because they'll give you that judgment look of, are, they you, too much. are, mm -hmm. are you really thinking that? <laughs> and so, and, I, and I'm like, it's important that you talk to someone. Um, I, it's not the first time that I experienced um, therapy. I've done therapy throughout all my life. But I think mm -hmm. this time that I did therapy, um, for my mom, for grieving for my mom was a little different. I think that you need to find somebody who is relatable. Uh, I know what difference it made was I prayed about it. Number one, I prayed for God to di direct me into the right person. Uh, and he did that. And the person uh, is relatable. Um, I will show you her card in case anybody's interested in its best practices. And I think this is who she is. Um, but she's excellent. She's um, very relatable. She allows me to be more transparent than I've ever been with anyone talking. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Um, it's not a judgment mode. Um, mm -hmm. it, and she allows me to um, talk about my faith, talk about how my faith helps me. Mm -hmm. She um, has several books and um, that I read. And then there are other things that are equal to it, like scripture or um, Christian books that are are similar to it. Um, and I think that we encourage each other yeah. because during this pandemic, um, I can see what she goes through. She shared some of the things that she has gone through. And to be able to be able to do that, it's not just, I'm just your um, therapist and that's mm -hmm. it. And so I am your therapist, but talking and relating and show my experiences. So I am highly encourage everyone. Yeah, everyone. It doesn't yeah. matter who you are. 
Yeah, it's kind of like shopping. I mean, I I landed on a phenomenal therapist as well. And it was literally like shopping. Like you got to find the one that fits, honestly. But Deborah, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you. Thank you so much. Your business is... D's number one treasure treasures. And we're going to have that up on the screen again. Yes. And Jean, I will definitely bling you out. Thank you. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Thank you so much. It was thank so, you so much. Amazing nuggets all throughout that. Thank you. Thank you. And now we are going to bring in another guest. We have two guests tonight that we told you. And so we are going to bring on Johanna. And Johanna is just amazing. She is an amazing, kind human being. And she does many things, um, lots of talent. Um, she has a master's in acting with a focus in the movement. Um, but I, what, what I want you to know about her is that she truly cares for others and wants to help others through the sharing of her own experiences um, of recommending things that might be helpful to others. And that's actually how we met. I'm talking about health issues and things that might be recommended for um, myself, my daughter, my family, um, and improving their health through being a yoga instructor. So she is actually a, certi- a, yoda- a yoga certified instructor through West Heart for Yoga. And um, she has a great perspective on the importance of mindset, both through the experiences and through the practice of yoga. So uh, knowing very well that mind-body connection. So please welcome Johanna Dumphy. Hello. Yay. Welcome. <laughs> oh my goodness. I've loved listening to this conversation so much from my backstage area. <laughs> With the backstage pass. <laughs> yeah, I, I might have a bunch of notes. Oh my gosh. I I our guests are so engaged tonight. This is phenomenal. It is so fun. Love it. Love it. So you said to me, mindset changes everything. So what do you mean by that? Uh, what do I mean by that? Um, basically, you can go into any situation, um, any conversation, any day of work, um, any morning that you wake up, and you can you have a choice. We mm. always have a choice. Yeah. You can choose, oh, this was terrible last time, so it's going to be terrible this time. Or you can choose, maybe I can accept this experience differently this time. Maybe it'll be mm. great. You know, um, one of the things that I've started to practice, and it's been a few years now that I do this, before I put my feet on the floor in the morning, I think of three things that I'm grateful for. Um, And sometimes they're more elaborate. Um, Sometimes I go into like, I'm grateful for my education because I'm really Mm. grateful for that. But then I go into, I'm thankful for my parents because my dad worked for 37 years at university (laughs) and helped me get a full scholarship to my undergrad. Um, and then sometimes when everything feels really hard and it feels like there's nothing to be grateful for, Mm. something as simple as I'm grateful that I woke up, that I have running water, that I have access Mm. to running water, that I have socks on my feet because I sleep with socks on because my feet are also always cold. Um, It must be a thing tonight. <laughs> Wait, but our listeners didn't hear that backstage yeah, conversation. We're talking about cold so in the background. <laughs> we're talking about all kinds of different foot warmers we have for cold floors, but we'll we'll educate y'all about that later. Let's stick on mindset. <laughs> but um, the mornings that I have like forgotten to do that, I've noticed. Oops. Well, now my day actually doesn't doesn't hang out that well. It uh. It sits weird and suddenly I'm a little bit more frustrated with people. I'm a little bit more frustrated with myself. Um, and so I, I think that's that's probably what I mean by I think mindset changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's amazing. That What you were saying with the gift of everything makes me think of that. I've seen a video where a guy wakes up and everything is wrapped in wrapping paper. Um, his, the water, the shower, his mug, his coffee mug, his car, like everything, exactly what you were saying, just being grateful for everything we have in our lives that we might otherwise just 
take grant, you know, take for granted. So yeah. yeah, that's amazing. So tell me more from your perspective about this mind body connection. So as you see it with your experience, how does it, or how can mindset affect the physical body? Um, it, I mean, it, I think it just affects everything <laughs> <laughs> that's not specific. So I'll dive in a little bit more. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> uh, I, I read this recently. Um, that emotions are energy. And if we, they go on to unattended, if we just sit with them um, in a in a negative way, in a non-productive way, those energies, those emotional energies will lodge themselves. Hmm. They'll lodge themselves in our shoulders, in our belly, um, in our back. Um, and I'm so conscious about food. Um, and, you know, our gut is our second brain. Um, it releases much of the serotonin into our body. So if our, if our digestive system isn't working properly, um, then the serotonin isn't being released and we're not happy. Um, so if we're not happy, then, and we don't deal with it, if we don't move our bodies in a, in a way that is healthy for us, then that energy gets stuck there and whatever the problem is gets worse. <laughs> ah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. That so is, I do really yeah. simple things sometimes in my practice. Not, I mean, I do it with when I'm teaching as well, but also just in my own private practice um, with placing my hands in certain places. Um, mm -hmm. I've uh, had a lot of grief. I mean, we've all had a lot of grief this year, um, but I've, I've lost a few people and it's been really, it's oh, been a sorry. challenge. And, but if you notice our feelings reside places mm. um, for, like right now, I have a lot of grief. And so, when I'm meditating, I put my hands on my chest. I put my hands where the hurt is and I let it be there. And mm. I say, welcome. I invite it to sit with me. I invite it to tea. I say, have a crumpet. Um, and let's see what you're going to teach me. What are you going to bring up? Yeah. Um, and then I'll go into a yoga practice and help move that energy through my body. I think that word picture that you just gave us is so beautiful and it's not dismissive. It's not saying that the grief is bad or it doesn't have a place or, oh, just go off and deal with it, but or just get over it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And yeah, a, big, a big thing, sorry to cut you off there. No, um, no. A big thing that uh, has been incredibly important to me during this crazy time is to avoid toxic positivity. Hmm. Um. Because, I mean, I think it's really important to have gratitude and, you know, the, there's always a bright side. There's always a silver lining. All that is absolutely true. But at the same time, if someone's in a lot of pain mm -hmm. and if all you're saying to them is, oh, buck up, you'll be fine, right. that right. totally dismisses their experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So by by acknowledging like, yeah, you know, that's that does suck. I'm sorry that that's happening to you. Yeah. Um, it changes the conversation. It allows somebody to be heard. Um, and then in my case, a lot of times it's like, so, okay, so let's get on the mat. Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's meditate. Here's a, here, here's the thing that I'm reading and maybe it'll help. And if not, that's fine too. You know, you grieve in the way that you need to grieve. You deal with, yeah. you know, I honor how you need to process. Mm. And I think that speaks a lot to the power of yoga and that whole connection. I feel like it brings it full circle because a lot of people, there are people that might say, oh, yoga is just stretching. What does that do for me? But yet what you just explained so eloquently and so beautifully is taking those emotions that are stuck in places in our body and helping to process them and move them through. And that beautiful emotional mind-body connection just is so wonderful. It's so beautiful. It gives it such great purpose. Yeah. And yeah. I, I would um, do myself a disservice if I didn't also speak to the fact that this is an ancient practice. Mm. Um, granted, there are many forms of, of westernized yoga, but this is a, a beautiful culture it, it, that comes from Southeast Asia that has been around for so many years. And like, I have such a deep respect for it. And I'm, I'm speaking with people to help myself understand the history more and to go more in depth with it because it's been around forever. I didn't invent it. <laughs> <laughs> and with a lot of these like Ayurvedic medicine and um, 
a lot of the Eastern medicines, they, they've been around for a while. It's preventative. Mm -hmm. Western right. medicine is more emergency, which, you know what, if I break my arm, if I'm hit by a bus, I don't want to go get acupuncture. <laughs> you know, <laughs> get that set. <laughs> It's not going to work for you. No. Exactly. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. So tell us um, how people can get in touch with you. You are a yoga instructor, so mm -hmm. you definitely can help people um, through that connection through yoga. So yeah, let everyone know where they can find you. Cool. Um, honestly, email is the best way. <laughs> I'm in the process of setting up like a yoga email. Um, I'm a little, a couple steps behind, but uh, it's okay. That's okay. <laughs> It's 2021. It's the leftovers of 2020. It's all right. Um, <laughs> exactly. At the moment, it's just, it's my name. It's Johanna, J-O-H-A-N-N-A dot Dunphy, D-U-N-P-H-Y at Gmail. And uh, I'm hoping to, especially when it's warm again, do some outdoor yoga and oh, I love it. breathe yeah. together and do some bendy things and bendy respect things. our bodies exactly as they are. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. <laughs> That's so awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Johanna. Thank you so You're much welcome. for coming and sharing your experiences and enlightening us about that connection. So you're the best. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Have a great night. Have a Thank great night. <laughs> Bye. So I honestly learned something just now um, because I don't know if you were doing this also, but I um, have that gratitude list in the morning and mm -hmm. it's 10 things. And sometimes it takes longer to get through 10 things. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, what a concept. Whittle it down. Three yeah. things. That's good enough. And then now. Oh, your feet hit the floor. Exactly. So just to close, we really hope that this has been informative for you. We hope that you were able to relate to something. Maybe you even got some nuggets of gold out of our episode tonight. Uh, random things. I'll go first this time. All right. So in fact, I have three tattoos. Oh, girl, I didn't know that. I see every, every episode, this is going to be our thing. Um, yeah, they're all related to my children. So, and I do want more. My mother would probably cringe at the fact that I just shared that, but there it is. What's your random thoughts? <laughs> Okay, so um, yeah, we are going to definitely be diving deeper into that in later episodes. Stay tuned. Um, if you weren't going to come back for the other topics, you might come back for that one. All right, so mine is a little bit tamer. It's not that much. Um, so my big thing is I love sports any sport. I mean, I played sports. I have three brothers. So I mean, played every sport there is basically played sports all through high school, all through college. Um, post college, I was on teams like nothing, you know, famous worthy, but just that was just has always been a part of my life and just being a part of teams. And that um, environment, I just I love it. So Nice. More about so those are our random facts for tonight. We thank you so much for hanging out with us and um, just learning more about the mind body skin connection. We are two healthy chicks. I'm Ayana. And I'm Jenny. See Have you next time. Great evening. Bye.